Marriage Podcast. It is very nice to be back. Um, we have about, or not about, I believe we have eight straight weeks of fights coming up. Um, I think this week counted as the eight or the first, so maybe seven more. Go look for yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to do the number shit, but I'm very excited for it, so... Let's go ahead and kick it off with, and if you hear pages slipping, remember if you have listened to my other episodes, I'm writing this shit now because I'm only working on a tiny little MacBook as I always have. And I just got so tired of my setup because I have to literally like split the screen. It's, it's bullshit. You guys don't really care, but, um, that's what this sound is going to be, and also other sounds. My boyfriend's cooking, so I'm thankful he's cooking. But this just is what it is. So, welcome. <laughs> so, I want to go ahead and get started with Phil Rowe versus Jason Witt. So, a Phil really trains with an amazing team. I mean, they really are great over there. They've got Jakari Souza over there, Hannah Goldie, Rodolfo Vieira. Um, I, if you go back and listen to, like, my old, old episodes, I can't remember which one it was right now, but I actually went there briefly, um, stuff came up and I couldn't really, like, drive all the way over there, and it was just BS, but, um, when I was there, (laughs) Elias Theodore was there, and... I think it was like my first or second time like and I don't really give a shit like what people think but it this was very embarrassing for me still but like he was there like the other people were there and I was like running laps or whatever and I fell on my face like I just tripped like and this is this is in the middle like I'm running fucking laps in the middle and (laughs) it's in front of everybody. There's, like, people on the other side. There's, like, a fitness side, and then there's, like, an MMA side, um, where they do all their classes and shit. There's jiu-jitsu, their muay thai, all that. And, of course, they're on that side, and I just fucking fall on my face. It was really embarrassing. Um, I still get red thinking about it, but, I mean, at the end of the day, who cares? Like, they don't remember, so it's not a big deal, but, um, that's totally all besides the point. The point is, is that they really have a really awesome team over there. I'm not sure what the boxing instructor's name is, and I should know, that's terrible, I totally should know, but I know Julian over there, he's super knowledgeable, he's very tough on his team, but, like, I would describe him as nice, because he was nice to me, but in his coaching style, he he pushes them a lot in the best way, I feel like, and he rides them pretty hard and if you are training under him you have to really I think have a thick skin Uh, Mike Perry used to train under him as well Um, I'm not sure if he still is there or what he's doing but um, from what I've seen that's the kind of like character that his gym breeds Um, and not necessarily as brash as (laughs) uh, Mike, Mike Perry but because uh, Hannah, Hannah Goldie, like I said, trains out of there too. Um, she seems super, super sweet, even from uh, when I've seen her in there and stuff. But she really, in the, she really has a good way of being in the octagon and showing 
the kind of tenacity that that gym kind of breeds. So she may seem super sweet and like the rest of them, you know, look like, you know, mean pits and she kind of looks like the golden retriever. They all have the same or similar tenacity inside the octagon. Like they are very gritty um, while still being technical. And I think Phil Rowe was another fantastic representation of the gym and who they are as a team and what it looks like inside the gym because he really does a, a really good job of displaying the kind of training that they do and just the kind of intensity that they endure in their training that kind of gives them this like spotlight it it really spots like spots lights <laughs> sorry it really spotlights the fighters at the gym and why they're set apart and what and why they're different and I don't want it to seem like I am trying to just ride for them because they are local. Um, I, I really could give two shits. <laughs> I'm from Jacksonville. I'm not even from here, you know, but the gym really is great. And, you know, from what I've seen, and, you know, it's unfortunate that I couldn't keep going, but I really enjoyed like what I saw over on that side. Um, and the fitness side is, you know, equally just, like equally as phenomenal. So it makes total sense um a part of their training is very jujitsu heavy as well like we said we named a couple uh jujitsu legends that are in there and several legends with the ufc um so that kind of just gave us insight on why he wasn't finding himself in any kind of trouble on the ground, uh, he had some really nice combinations and some shot or really nice combination and shots at the end of round one. Round two is where he really fired off. I think I think it's time <laughs> to maybe put him on some main cards. Just personally, that's my opinion because I am excited watching him fight. Maybe it is because he's local. I'm not sure, but he is still exciting for me to watch like his flow i really like his footwork i think it's very rhythmic and it sets him apart um, i th think that he has great potential in even his marketability um also due to the success of his team as a whole and they have some fighters that are not in the ufc that are that are also really really amazing that i've, I've seen fight um yeah so i think that he's definitely very marketable um they're he carries a theme that, or a theme of focus, focus, fusion, I'm sorry, fusion XL and their well-roundedness. So he really represents that amazingly well. And I think he is on the rise. I, I'm excited to see what he does next as with the rest of the team. They're awesome. So I want to go ahead and move on <clears throat> to Danilo Marquez versus, versus uh, Almeida. I don't have a whole lot, but I did want to mention that Almeida, Almeida really rained down. <laughs> I mean, if you remember that fight, go watch it. Yeah, it's free if you have ESPN+. Plus. I'm surprised it even went on that long, as in the ending sequence, but what a fantastic debut. Uh, from the takedown to the ground and pound, it was just very enticing, so I'm definitely going to keep an eye on him. And the fight that we have after that is Alexis Davis versus Julia Stilarenko. 
Alexis is a vet in the game, so I knew even with Julia's grappling, she wouldn't be taken out easily. I actually, I don't know, I actually really enjoyed this fight. Um, it was a, like, bloody grappling <clears throat> match uh, for the most part, and I, I was absolutely with it. I really enjoyed it. Not the most exciting, per se, but it was still fun to see. I think I, I don't know, I just love that Alexis is still here and she's still winning fights. That makes me pretty happy <laughs> you know she's she was someone who was much more prominent when I first started watching MMA so it's just cool to see her sticking around or there's there's quite a few dropping off like flies <laughs> so it's cool to see her sticking around so yeah let's go ahead and move on to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang versus Marc-Andre Berrio I, like so many other people, were absolutely amazed. Like, wow. So, 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 so amazed at Chitty. <laughs> chitty, Chitty, Bang, Bang. Or Chitty, yeah. Chitty, Chitty, Bang, Bang. <laughs> 15 seconds. 15 seconds. And on your debut. And, and in like the simplest way possible. You know, it was no luck. It was just precision and technique that's it <laughs> chitty uh i'm a fan i'm a fan now that was fun for me that was nice quick to the point um i like i like long wars i like bangers and all that stuff but i also love those <laughs> so yeah not much to say obviously only have 15 seconds worth of material to go over uh but yeah absolutely enthralled by that it was good stuff I'm excited to see it if he is just just as exciting next time around. Um, and then next we have Michael Trezano versus Hakeem Dawadu. Uh, both men started with really great control. I thought uh, the, the kicks were really fun. I really enjoyed uh, the back and forth with those. I really also enjoyed the exchanges because of the actual technique that was displayed. So it was really, it was really cool to see them just play that, play that game of chess. I feel like Daudu is slightly faster, which which is nothing bad for Shizano. Like it's actually saying a lot because it's saying a lot for Daudu because Trezano was very fast as well. Uh, and also Trezano did catch him like I think he said it was once, but I think it was a couple times. But Daudu was smart. He uh, took him to the clinch right then to reset and then went back to the exchange so it showed a really good fight IQ. You can see the mental chess game, like I said earlier, chess that went on between them because they really had those exchanges where they were reading and attacking, like read, attack, read, attack, read, attack, you know? And it was just good. It was great to see. I really enjoyed it. And Dowdy really got Trezano's wheels turning with that like chess game. I think Dowdy was more set to have that implemented into his game plan, whereas Trezano definitely had that as more of a learning experience. So it was cool to watch, and I'm excited to see how Trezano looks in his next fight, and as well as Dabudu. So next, I want to go ahead and go over Jillian Rosa versus Steven Peterson. This, for me, and looked to be like a lot of others, was a really fun one. I... I like some loose swinging, <laughs> you know, a good banger that, you know, that, that also does it for me. 
Um, the rounds were messy, but in just the best way that they could be, um, you know, with that style of scrap. A couple psychos, I, I, I really loved it. I think the cornering was also phenomenal. Phen why is that such a hard word for me? Phenomenal. Uh, from what I heard from, from what the UFC was like playing while they were in their corner. They did keep it loose even when asked to tighten it up, but it was still it was still a show. I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't think it was intentional that they uh, stayed loose instead of, you know, tightening up their technique and, you know, taking those cleaner shots. I think that it, they were really just running on heart at the end. <laughs> you know, both men were, you know, exasperated, if that's the word that I'm looking for. Um, they were really going at it and you could really see all the heart in it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was fun AF, my friends. It was great. Uh, let me know if you enjoyed it as well. I think that was probably my favorite of the night, so let me know which one yours was. And with that, I'm gonna go ahead and move on to Brian Battle versus Traceron Gore. I actually like both men, but I wanted Gore to win. Just nothing against Brian at all. I feel like the fight IQ of both men was the indicator in this situation um, from watching The Ultimate Fighter. And, you know, when I went and just looked up some of their old fights and stuff, I really thought that Trayshawn would have it. And at first, I, I just want to go through the actual fight and then I'll get to why, but... It's good for both, <laughs> in my eyes. But Gore's power is undeniable, 100% for sure. But Brian was equal parts smart and daring because he stayed in range with Gore the and most of the entirety of those exchanges. And on top of that, he picked his shots incredibly well, I thought. He did pay a few times for staying in Gore's range and staying in that danger zone. And the fight was not entirely his, but I think where he was able to change that momentum is he allowed himself to free his mind from emotion and just reset himself. He was really able to just, even just being able to reset yourself in the situations that he found himself in, Gore wasn't able to do that. Uh, but you know, that's fixable, I, right? Like I feel like that's something that's fixable that experience will grow his fight IQ. And, you know, he's young. There's there's time for him to really expand his already impressive skill set <laughs> and <clears throat> balance his, and I am not sick. You know, it's the, <laughs> it's the cough. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, anyways, yeah, it's a, he'll find ways to just balance his mental state. It seemed like Brian already had that down fairly well to say. And I'm a fan of what he did in that fight and excited to see more from both men. I think that Treshawn is a intelligent fighter or he has the potential the potential to be an intelligent fighter. Um, I need to see, I would like to see more. I don't need to see shit, <laughs> you know, like he, you know, I don't pay his bills. I, no, I don't. Um, you know, he doesn't need me for shit. I'm just saying, like, I would like to see more of his fights and see how he does at this level before I can, like, make my own 
you know, bullshit, meaningless assumption <laughs> about, you know, whether he has the potential or if he really just had like a brain freeze kind of thing that uh, Saturday night. But I thoroughly enjoy both of them. I still am a fan. I, I really like his backstory. Um, but yeah, they're both super young. And I think it's it like gives me chills. I'm super excited to see all these younger fighters like coming in and just becoming this new generation where legends are going to be made, you know, where goats, new goats are going to be made. Um, that shit gets me super giddy and I'm really excited for, you know, just that, that whole transition. So with all that being said, I am going to wrap it up briefly with Sean Strickland versus Jack Hermanson. <clears throat> I wish I had more for you. I, I really do. I really wish that I had more to say about this fight, but if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you watched it. Or maybe you're listening to me to recap. And I don't have much for you, hon. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, this one didn't just didn't quite do it for me. It, it really didn't highlight either man's ability. And I want to make sure I include that because I really, I genuinely don't think it did. Um, and I don't mean that in a way like to criticize them at all. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not a critic at all. Like I fell in front of my face fell on not whatever I fell on my face in front of a a bunch of professional athletes like you know I'm not the authority at all but from like a fan standpoint seeing what both of these men have done prior it didn't highlight them and you know I'm not sure if I heard it from Jack but I'm pretty sure I heard it from Sean Um, he said that it was a sparring match and I think he's absolutely right um I was really looking forward to this being a highlight, like getting these two men, they're going to fight each other and they're just going to bring out all these like future highlights for them. And it didn't happen. Uh, I think Sean showed some self-awareness with, you know, him acknowledging that, but I do hope to see improvements uh, for both of them because (laughs) they are fun. They are fun. Sean is, I'm not sure if it's like a, like a, character that he's playing or if he really is how he's portraying himself on social media with you know some I guess you could say like a little bit of bigotry (laughs) and you know stuff like that but um I heard that it might kind of just be an act I don't really care y'all know how I feel about Colby and his little act where I don't think it's an act (laughs) you know kind of thing and if it is it's dumb but as as him as an athlete he's super fun for me to watch so i just want to establish the difference like i'm not a sean strickland fan i am a fan of sean strickland in the octagon (laughs) and to make that very clear as i am with jack hermanson so yeah i i think shane shane (laughs) sorry sean sean shane uh i'm i think he'll improve by you know you know, limiting the cherry picking his training and how he does. Like I heard there's some things that he doesn't do. And I would imagine that maybe as a fighter, you hearing that, you hearing him say that during the promotions and you're over here, you are like busting your ass. You know, you're, you're doing like three training sessions a day, you know, six, seven days a week, you know, like, some fighters really dig deep every single day, especially for these camps. And, and you hear a guy like Sean kind of just 
approach it passively and say that he doesn't do the coach thing and all he does is spar and you know he doesn't do cardio and he doesn't lift weights you know he just spars and like you know it's cool if it works for him <laughs> I think maybe if he changed that it could work for him better um just going based on Saturday but like I don't know it also makes me think about like how the other fighters see that or even how Jack views that you know he's busting his ass and you know, fortunately, you know, he did get beat <laughs> by someone who doesn't do cardio or lift weights or anything, you know, but still, you know, for like other fighters who are watching that, I wonder if there's like an inner circle that is just like, can you meet this dude? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was me banging on my desk. I'm sorry. Um, very expressive, very Latina expressive, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Um, I think it's a far chance that like a fighter is listening to this, but if you are, let me know if how you feel about that. I, I'm really interested in knowing how a fighter would feel about him approaching training like that. Because it's something that so many fighters live and breathe and, you know, they're they're sleeping in fucking gyms. <laughs> you know, they literally just, this is, this is it. You know, everything else is an afterthought to them. And, I don't know, it, for someone to come and get a main event and they're saying oh yeah I just you know I just kind of spar and I just got here <laughs> you know like I don't know I feel like it would be I, I'm saying I don't know a lot because I generally don't fucking know <laughs> you know do you do you feel like it's disrespectful I don't know if a fighter's watching this please let me know I am curious I am not a fighter so I can't say shit but <laughs> I'm very curious so yeah let me know and that is all I have for today. It is a pretty short episode. Uh, I guess for me to do short episodes, I have to like not say, I think it's gonna be a short episode because <laughs> every time I say that, it ends up being like almost 40 minutes. So yeah, this is genuinely a shorter episode. And I hope that everyone enjoyed it. I really enjoyed being back and just chilling, you know, reading <laughs> my, my fight notes. I love going back over them. I, it's probably nerdy, but I really enjoy going back over them because I take them while I'm watching the fights, you know, so it's just like writing notes down in the most intense way. And then I get to actually go back over them and relive the fights in that way. So yeah, I love it. Um, I enjoy doing, doing it for you and I will do it again for you next week. If you liked this, please, if you would like, <laughs> share it with your peoples, you know, send it to a friend. Send it to your mom, send it to your pops, send it to your brother, sister, cousin, dad, uncle, son, dog, anyone. <laughs> um, and give it a, a few stars if you like and leave a review if you want. No pressure. I would really appreciate it. And with all that being said, bye.